up? I'm Sarah the Rebel. And I'm O Katrina. And this is Woman Up, Up Podcast. Podcast. Uh, if you're new here, this is a show where two geeky feminist cat lady chicas talk about things we care about, like like geeky stuff. Yeah, geeky stuff. Uh, every other Wednesday at 8 p.m. we run down our favorite nerdy news of the week, and then we share some chick pics with you, and then we go straight into our main topic. Yeah, and we have a guest. Yes. A special guest, you might say. Today's guest is Hi. Anastasia Washington. It's a lot of sound effects, I like it. Okay, uh, so Anastasia is a host, actor, and model uh, from the Legion of Leia Awkward Conversations and Anastation TV, which is a really cool yeah, name. Yeah, I was like, I'm Thank really jealous. <laughs> How are you today? I am good. I can't, uh, can't complain, you know. It wasn't, it's not like last week where we had a whole bunch of downers. We're, yeah. we're having a good week. Yeah. You can't complain a little. Didn't, didn't something weird happen to you as you were walking here? Oh, oh yes, yeah. yes. I, I got a hey, little Tales white from girl. Sarah's neighborhood. <laughs> And I was uh, like, I'm not white. And then they're like, I don't care. Do you want to buy this can of spring paint? I was like, I just want to go to a podcast. Uh, so, yes. So, um, last time uh, for my birthday, uh, one of my friends texted me, please let me in. I think I'm going to die. And I was like, what happened? He got it. He was like, there was like an ice cream truck and it was playing the La Cucaracha song. <laughs> And I know they don't do that, so it was like drug <coughs> shit, man. Oh my god. Uh, welcome to my neighborhood. Um, so, today we are talking about Star Wars with Anastasia, who is a, also a really big Star Wars fan, just like Daniel. Katrina. Mm-hmm. Y'all know we used to be called the Rebel Base. Yes. Because we were obsessed. And we were the best, and then some other Rebel Base happened, so... Right. It's funny to imagine him just like guffawing quietly. <laughs> <laughs> like 
like stage actor laughing. Yeah, his, <laughs> his I was uh, I first saw him in Dogma too, so that was that was something big. And then like after that, I didn't even see him until uh, after I saw Love Actually that I saw Harry Potter, and I was like, wow, like the whole cast of Love Actually is in these movies. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, my next movie was Galaxy Quest. Yeah, like Grasshopper's Hammer. Yes, yes! my favorite yes, character. Yes, yes, absolutely. And then I just saw Die Hard this year for Christmas. <laughs> Uh, and I was like, you're amazing. You've always been an amazing man and yeah. your whole life. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, always grew up with Die Hard because I, oh, I was in the second movie. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in the first one. Wait, you were in the second I movie? I was in the second movie. Where were you? I was a kid in the airport that sang a Christmas carol. Oh, and then we the fireworks. But, um, Damn. So I grew up with the, the Die Hard movies. And so I, I, I was very well versed in the Rickman from a young age. Um, and I cred like hysterically when yeah. I found out he died. It was yeah. it was Wasn't a softer, okay? more somber cry. It yeah. didn't feel fair. Yeah, no. To lose him and David Bowie. Not at all. I, I couldn't even it was too much. It was too much for one week. I wonder how that is like I mean not to get too morbid and we'll go right back to the news, but how is it to be like a celebrity on your deathbed and be like and see another one go? Like if you're chilling and Bowie di- and Bowie dies and you're like, well, like, oh, they're gonna be upset. <sighs> like, um, damn it! Should I write an apology before this happens? Like, I don't know. It must be so guys. tedious. I'm sorry, Alan. That that must have been such a pain in the butt. Stay on target. This is great. I love this. I want to recite this on the podcast. Uh, Bye and I uh, just said this. Uh, Rubble butt gives stay on target a whole new meaning. So. It does. I just wanted to have that sound. You're welcome for that theme song, you guys. You're welcome. I love it. I love it. You are contributing to the podcast, which is more than what I do most of the time. So, really I, try, I do what I can. <laughs> um, number two, uh, we are finally getting an announcement uh, of some sort or another about Star Wars Land at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Um, that is going to be part of the Wonderful World of Disney special on the 21st, and they're rolling out Harrison Ford again to they're present just it. wheeling him out. <laughs> he can walk. I don't know. <laughs> they're wheeling him out. Just for fun. He's just going to come out, like, on R2-D2, like, hey, everyone, I'm Harrison Ford. <laughs> I got $36 million for the last film. Yeah, they're giving Everybody me $36 million more to do this fucking special. <laughs> I just told them it couldn't be a Christmas time. Um, so I've... I know you died in the movie and all, but we needed you, you to do one more thing. It's a TV special, and, and it's not during the holiday. Uh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but I think, he, isn't he rumored to be coming back in it's, a little bit? Um, I think he'll Like, be just flashbacks. the tip of coming back? Yeah, yeah I think just the tip. That's what they always say. And then it ends up being a full Leia has a Leia has a force stream. It gets really weird. Maybe he's the next clone. Yeah. What? He's really raised mom. <laughs> Han Solo is Ray's mom. So that's going to be super... I'm excited because this, like, this thing is supposed to be, like, super, super duper immersive, the Star Wars land. Like, when you walk in there, the people manning the bars are, like, actually, like, in that world. you say manning the bars? Yeah. I mean, there's a bar. Manning the bars. I like to man the bars. (laughs) I like to bar the man's... I just went to Disneyland for a season of The Force this weekend. Oh, how was that? Uh, It's amazing. Uh, Hyper... uh, The only... I had minor complaints. (laughs) Um, Hyperspace Mountain, the start of it, as you're going up the hill, it says, um, you know, you enter hyperspace. And so you see the the blue lines happening as, like, you're about to go whoop, just like Mm -hmm. in the movies, except you're still only halfway up the mountain. 
So you go whoop, and like there's no movement. You're just still like really slowly, like and you're like and. I was like, maybe I'm being like too harsh on this ride to be upset about this, but I really wish it would have just kicked me in the gear just then. And then the people behind us go, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, it is bullshit. Uh, but the rest of the ride was amazing, and they did the same thing they do with the, um, I cried too. Everybody cried on that ride. It might have <laughs> so been the wind. Um, but no, we all cried. I think it was the fact that you're like in the middle of a battle. Yes. Right. And it just, it just brought me back into like the greatest moment that I I could have ever achieved as a child being on this ride. Right. So for me, that was like, even though, like I said, I wish the hyperspace would have kicked, I had that moment. I was like, oh my God, I'm going into hyperspace. This is so fucking cool. Mm -hmm. And then like the tears started, but then Aaron said his eyes watered too. So I think uh, the wind may have played a factor. And then the people (laughs) behind us also cried. So The wind of emotion. Yes. He is a a manly man. Maybe he was simply trying to hide his his deep, deep emotions. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, And then the other minor, 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 minor complaint is Star Tours was amazing because that's my favorite ride besides Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, it makes you feel like you're actually there, which is all I've ever wanted is being a ship where we're like, yeah, we're shooting, we're done. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, Darth Vader was there, and, and so so was Finn, and so was BB-8. That's the big problem and bug with their rides. So. Well, and that's the, that's the thing. They only have one... Um, one uh, from The Force Awakens yeah. that they, they rotate, so I wish they would have a few more. more. Right, more mm-hmm. So that if you're going to get The Force Awakens <laughs> one point, that they wouldn't have to. Right, yeah. Um, and I have a, well, I have a and feeling stop that, like, doing the Jar Jar. I, yeah, just I don't want to get that like, anymore. Like, stop putting me on the Jar Jar the core. Yeah, that's my least favorite one. Um, but I will say then, I was also slightly disappointed that when it pulled us in, it was the actual same battle from Jakku. It wasn't, like, a new one. Mm. However, again, nitpicks. I still love the ride. I thought it was amazing. But there was a part of it was like, oh, oh. This is just, okay, it's fine. Whee! <laughs> I just want more options. Yes. That's, like, to me, I would be happy. Just give me a different option and stop giving me Jar Jar. Just limit I it. think yes. that's what, what I'm looking forward to with this. Because, like, if, if they stick to their word on Star Wars land and it is, like, a super realistic experience, like, that won't be a concern that I have. Yeah, right. You know, like, Star Tours won't suddenly veer off into the fucking prequels and stuff. Right. <laughs> like, Jar Jar right. shouldn't even be alive! Right, like, I was like, Jar Jar, oh, <laughs> final one we've got before we move into the main topic there was a uh, beef between assorted rappers all over twitter this week um i just love and the topic kanye beef it's kanye beef i, I mean want to order that right order it McDonald's. we've got some kanye oh, beef two on kanye special. beef no onions so all right so wiz khalifa was like i can't remember the exact tweet but he basically said kk will help you become who you were meant to be like some mm. deep shit you say when you're high Right. KK is weed. Everyone responding to him before Kanye jumped in knew that KK was weed. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, you got some already? Blah, blah, blah. Um, Kanye, I truly believe in my heart of hearts, was high as shit looking at Twitter <laughs> and suddenly decided that KK was Kim Kardashian. <laughs> so Kanye goes all the fucking way in on Wiz Khalifa, talking about his albums being crap, 
talking about we we made you me and cootie made you uh you wouldn't even exist if it weren't for me your child wouldn't exist if it weren't for me he's talking about amber rosa he started dragging amber rose into it and then he numbered his tweets and he didn't even number them one two three he was numbered first no no he skipped first it started with third fourth fifth i think he went to 17 yeah and he then he like so he's insulting him and then he goes hey, i like your pants though and then the next week, I took a picture of your pants and sent them to my design team. Then the next week was, you're tall and skinny, but it's okay. I don't have to be tall and skinny because I'm the best rapper in the world. And I'm like, Kanye, what are you doing? I just imagine him, he's like talking he's out so loud mad. and he doesn't realize that he's tweeting. That's all I can imagine is him just being like, I like your pants, though. <laughs> I think I'll probably stick a screenshot. And it, was, <laughs> it was just like an auto, like, right, like auto writing what do they call it? Like, like, dictation. No, dictation like, yeah, or like this was just a stream of conscious dictation mode. That's all I can think. So then like people are like, oh, get some screenshots because you know he's going to delete this. Mm-hmm. So like I said, he came for Amber Rose. Amber Rose came for Kanye West. Amber Rose came for him. She, she, she came up. She was like, you just got bodied by a stripper. Okay, so she said, I'm not going to quote it exactly. But she... She basically said, oh, do you miss me putting my finger up your butthole? Boop! 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 Oh, the fucking boop! Kanye deleted all his shit immediately. <laughs> and then she said that too. She was like, oh, you delete your shit when mama come for you, huh? And I'm like, yes! Who <laughs> tell that hoe? And then he was like, Positivity! I'm sorry, I didn't realize. And then he said, I didn't realize KK was weed. I apologize. Everything's good. He didn't apologize because he's Kanye, but that was a Kanye apology. What's up with rappers this week? Oh my god. I don't know. Yeah, they're thinking B.O.B., motherfucking airplanes, dude. That's his whole name. Motherfucking airplanes, dude. I was like, and my friends were like, that airplane's dude. I said, I thought his name was BYOB. Bob don't make no sense. Why is his name Bob? That was a whole nother topic. <laughs> um, so he's been asserting that the world is flat. Bless his heart. He went into a plane to see how high he could get to try and make the world curve. Neil deGrasse Tyson was like, dude, stop being crazy. The world is round. Here's some proof. And he's like, you don't know anything, you scientists. Look at my line on a picture. That's straight. It's straight. straight. So Neil deGrasse Tyson worked with somebody and created a diss track. I'm not making that up. It's on SoundCloud. Oh, I've got to listen to this. Oh, my God. It's by Tyson. It's great. You oh, should, wow. Oh, wow. You should go give that a listen. Okay, so where did the entire... Oh, yeah, we're doing chick pics first. So, um, I think that's it Wait, for our news. Wait, you say chick pics. Okay, okay, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I think that's it for our news. So this... Uh, so this show has now come to the chapter, uh, I don't know. Anyway, it's time for Chick We're trying to get something around. We're more like cockroaches. You had the right idea. Tweet tweet is the noise that Chick make. Cha-cha-cha. They're rustling in hay. My new, my new nickname at work is Sriracha. And I am not making that up. And I did not come up with it. And now you come up. In packets. Yes. Yeah, it comes in packets. I am sometimes so red. <laughs> and I'm very spicy. <laughs> and I'm a spicy right. tabella. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so I guess go ahead and start off. Well, okay. So I didn't think this through, first of all. <laughs> and I put the links in our document, but I cannot copy and paste from Katrina's thing. Oh, yeah. So I will post these links in a little bit. Be patient. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the first one is Children of Zodiacs uh, Stretch Goals. It's uh, being funded on Indiegogo, I believe. I can't see that far away. No, Kickstarter. I lied to you. Uh, it looks like a really awesome game. It's got some good diversity going for it. It looks like a solid kind of old school kind of um, like a Final Fantasy inspired kind of game. Looks dope. It uh, reached its goal because it looks so dope. And I'd like to see some more stretch goals happen. One of the stretch goals is um, campfire talks where you get to learn more about your companions. That's always my favorite part in most games. So I would really like to see that goal reached. So that is my first chick pick. Yay! Uh, my first chick pick is the Faith comic that just came out today from Vertigo. Uh, Faith is a plus-size superhero who is muchly like us in many ways. Uh, and I have read half of the first issue, uh, and I've really enjoyed it so far, so make sure you guys check out Faith, number one, out today. Yay! Uh, so we picked three, and then we only had Anastasia pick one. Yeah, we'll do our three, and then we'll have... How many yours? Alrighty. Um... <clears throat> I'm dying. My cousin writes romance novels that often involve werewolves, and vampires, and other creatures, succubi, etc., etc., etc. A lot of her books are on sale right now on the Kindle store, ranging from 99 cents to $4. So uh, I will post that link once I re- Oh, everything shut down on my end. Uh, once I re-get the ability to post links. Yay! Uh, next up on mine are um, The Secret Loves of Geek Girls, another... Uh, comic anthology that is out today. Uh, Faith is not an anthology. This one is. But uh, it is by several of, of our friends um, who have worked on this for a really long time. They had a successful Kickstarter. It's out today. If you would like uh, an anthology filled with little stories from incredible creative women, um, check it out. Secret Loves of Geek Girls. It is Issue 1 is out now. Uh, and then Sarah's third is A Mighty Girl. Um... At the very least, you should check out their Facebook page. If you type in Mighty Girl, it'll come up. But A Mighty Girl shares um, stories about historical and current uh, women who are doing really awesome things. What I really love it for is it, it has a wide variety. It's not just one type of woman. It's not just one type of mighty. Mm -hmm. It ranges from everything from, from science to, to feats of strength to uh, bravery. It can be anything, and I just think it's really inspiring and the sort of thing you want to share with your, you know, other women that you know, and especially with young women that you know. Speaking of young women and inspiration, I would like to highlight Marley Diaz's 1000 Black Girl Books Initiative. Um, uh, she is 11 years old, and she got sick of reading books about white boys and dogs. As we all did. Direct quote. Um, yes. Oh. And and so she's putting together books by and about uh, little black girls um, or older black women who write about little black girls. And I think it's a really great initiative. You know, growing up, all of the girls in my books were freckle-faced, like, redheads. And it's something that I definitely noticed. So um, check out Marley's initiative. You can go to hashtag 1000 black girl books or uh, just Google Marley Diaz and get involved. Yeah, no, I definitely remember um, being a kid and, and being like, "Why?" Like I Beverly Cleary, bl bless your heart, but of these people, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about this white boy. I don't care about this white girl. I don't care about this grown ass person. Like I don't want to read about these people. And I remember going to the book uh, to the library and having to like buy my own things, and also being obsessed with Frederick Douglass for a while because he was biracial <laughs> like me. So like I was like, but hey, we're the same, but he's got cool hair. Well, the so. cool thing about being biracial, at least in my family, was that I got one of each. So mm. they would they would go out of their way to nice. find a white book and a black book. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but my sisters actually started uh, their own explaining biracial. Uh, <laughs> 
uh, kids and, and, and how you, you know, genetics works. It's called Nitsy. Um, so look it up, Nitsy Books, um, if you want to know about the genetics. And it's a kid's book, so it's a lot of fun. That sounds really yeah. awesome. <laughs> All right, so let's go with your chick pick, which actually sounds oh, interesting. My chick pick is a group called Le Geek So Chic. Um, it's a traveling fashion show that I've had the pleasure of modeling with, and it's all about diversity. Um, they use women of all shapes and sizes, and all of the designers are female. So Yay! that's pretty awesome. amazing. And um, the show itself is run by a amazing group of girls. So. Check you gotta hit me up when I come to LA. Yes, yes. Ooh, I'm yes. going to uh, share that link as well in the chat. I'm going through and sharing links uh, right, right now. So before, that, yeah, uh, I'll, I'm gonna wait up on you on on the next bit for you. But yeah, I I'm really excited to see like especially with books and media changing the way it is. I uh, I'm really excited to see little girls of color being like finally recognized, yeah. finally empowered, finally told like yes, you can go have an adventure with a dinosaur and do math. Yeah. Which is uh, exactly what one great comic is about. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. and I'm I'm so excited about this that yeah. comic. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm glad that we're seeing more of it. Um, but then we do see mistakes, like that recent book about cake with George Washington. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. No, what oh, happened? It's about a slave girl and her mom, uh, who's the kitchen maid of George Washington, making a birthday cake for George Washington. They pulled oh. it off. The, you can still find it on eBay, but <laughs> yeah. they pulled it off the, the shelves. Because nobody at the bookstore looked and... On that topic, it's, it's really hard to be, like, a Hamilton fangirl and also a, like, major history nerd because there are characters in that... In, I mean, like, it was blindly cast, which is cool. There's yeah. awesome, diverse cast, amazing people. Um, I'm really excited for it to come to L.A. next year. But, like... You like like Hercules Mulligan comes up and you're like, but wait, he was an Irish guy and he totally had a slave and they are talking about not having slaves and you have a slave and <laughs> I got I got really mad because I was like Hercules Mulligan's slave ran all of his espionage missions and like in the musical he gets all the credit for it and he's played by a black man so I'm like I'm so conflicted. <laughs> like, what That's what happens when you rainbow cast. Pros <laughs> and cons. Pros and cons. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so finally we are here to our at our at our main topic, which is something we like to call Heads, heads up, up Woman Up. Yep, I've or something the like part. I, I usually I just remember heads up seven up and then I just put woman. Sorry if you're wearing headphones by the way. I'm sorry, I was I was yelling. Really loud. I was yelling, I'm sorry. This is our main topic. Today, if you didn't uh, notice, um, we're you talking. Pretending to whisper. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you guys didn't notice, we're we're talking about Star Wars today. There's this movie that came out a little while ago. I don't know if you know about it. It's called The Force Awakens. You can't see you. Oh. oh my god, actually, I have a story yeah. about this. Oh yeah, tell that story. Okay, so your titties, I, was, I was in, um, <laughs> gotcha all in check. Um, I was at Carl's Jr. on my way over here. Or not Carl's Jr., that, whatever that shit is. Jack in the Box. The same I was thing. like, we ain't got Carl's Jr. Right anyway, bur a burger's a burger to me. I don't eat a lot um, of burgers. Shit. Um, but yeah, so I was there, and like, some dude in the back was like, oh, look, Darth Vader. And they were all excited, and I was really excited. And then the cashier was like, do you even know who Darth Vader is? And I was like, do you even know who Anakin Skywalker's droid was during the Clone Wars? And he couldn't answer. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, it's R2-D2, you dumbass. Amazing. The most famous droid in the series. 
So this wow. sounds like my stand-up where I, I attract <laughs> men's penis by knowing facts. Yeah. Annoying. Like, hi. Why would I a be wearing this? Why would I spend fifty fucking dollars? Right. This is like a this sweater. Yeah. This isn't like I got this shirt for free at a convention. Yeah, like you know, this so, is a nice. So that's yeah. the first. The mm-hmm. second is, don't come for me unless you're ready to get come for. Don't come like, for me. If if I got a Batman shirt on and you are a casual ass Batman fan, don't say I bet you don't even know nothing about Batman because then I'm gonna make you look stupid as shit. Mm-hmm. What's your problem? Who was don't Batman in the nineties, bitch? <laughs> don't do this to people. Okay? It don't is a quiz people. It's not okay. You're not a teacher. If this is not a quiz in a classroom, you cut it the fuck out. And nobody paying you to educate me. I would have um, ooh, I'd have been like, you lucky you can't get tips to this motherfucker because I'm gonna give you a negative one. <laughs> um, TK, this is from her universe, and I spent fifty on it because I wanted it as soon as it came out. Um, but they have really great sales if you're into it, and a lot of their clothes are really cool uh, cuts. So this is they kind of fit. Really cool. They they kind of fit everybody. Whatever. My friend Travis buys like everything from her universe, and he looks great in it. So everybody can get involved. Um, That's true. This so. I think this is her universe. The leggings. Oh, like, was that for the Disney store? Yeah, uh, was that the Disney store? Launch bay tights. Um, these are like thirty something dollars. And if you're an annual it's pass holder. It's worth it, though. Like, honestly. Yeah, I have no regrets about this. <laughs> I have no... I am super warm all the time in this sweater. Like, it's pretty great. But, um... When I so, took, yeah. Oh. I, just, I know you want to get to the, this main topic, but I have one more story. When yes. I was buying oh, yes. these, and I bought a shirt, too, so it was $70. She said, how are you doing? Like I was like, I'm doing, I'm doing great, except, like, this. Except for this. And she just looks at me with all this compassion in her face. She's like, I work here. <laughs> We just got backpacks. <laughs> and I was like, girl. And we just held hands a little bit. Oh, no. And it was just amazing to just see that. Because normally store people are like, ah, you know, like when I say that at the pet store, like, God damn it, I hate these cats. They're like, ha, ha, ha. And like, they check you out. But this girl was like, I tell you. I tell you. That's amazing. It was you. great. Uh, all right. So uh, that Star Wars movie. Um <laughs> That, that came out. <laughs> that happened. Uh, I've seen it three times now. I three saw times it in 4D. Well. Yes, me too. Which I've is... seen it four times and once in 4D. It was like being on Star Tours yes. in yeah. 4D. Yes. <laughs> 4D. Yeah. 4D. I, I spent all of the 4D showing doing this. <laughs> Watch so where your hands are. Your hands were close to your Sarlacc. It was like, oh, <laughs> oh so happy. <laughs> laughed a few times when I went <laughs> oh. not touching my sarlacc but through glee anyway oh sure. yeah no that was that was amazing Those are I, my sarlacc I loved it okay so the best moments in 40 for anybody looking to go which you should because I think yes. it leaves theaters this weekend um the best moments in 40 are Poe and Finn's chase scene mm-hmm. uh, of course uh, the Millennium Falcon scene, of mm-hmm. course, and the final lightsaber fight was actually strangely interesting. Yeah, because I wanted to vibrate when Kylo <laughs> I, I do vibrate naturally when Kylo Ren Like, when he, when he took off his helmet and stood up, and I was like, <gasps> I was like, like, you look like a stupid potato, but you also look slightly threatening and pretty. I don't know, you're a confusing person. stupid potato, I got like... Herbal Essence commercial. <laughs> I don't know. His awesome teeth were like, this is flat. It's fine. It and, there's fine. A reason and then he was like, fine. I can take what I want or whatever. Yeah, he said it. I was like, Shit. like, yes, you can. <laughs> Shit. 
Put your mask back on and talk to me. Talk to me a little bit, Kylo. It works for me. I, I understand. I oh my it. god. I <laughs> yeah, I did not have that. I don't know. I, I had. I did not have that. I, I didn't have that attraction. I was also very big into it. I just. Yeah, Poe's oh, like shit. Poe yeah. po fucking Poe like Poe could get it. So, <laughs> Poe could have gotten it. Like the guy that plays Poe, he could have gotten it he's, already. He's had it for years. Yeah. So, I, so I, I'm new to Oscar Isaac, right? I was not, not a fan. Punch? No, I was. I, I never got through that whole movie. Oh I got wow, oh, dude, you got to watch Ex Machina next. That one's really oh, good. Yeah. Well, he's a little not. He's a he's a horrible he's not person. Distracted me. He's a little. Well, I like horrible people. Anyway. No, um, I don't think so. So, anyway, I'm not a fan of his, and I wasn't, like, looking forward to seeing him on screen, because to me, I was like, oh, they're probably going to try to make this guy more of a hero, because he's the closest to a white man they have, and they probably want me to like him, so I'm not going to like him. I'm going to love Finn. Mm-hmm. I'm a contrarian, in case you haven't been watching this podcast. Finn is awesome. Anyway. So, I start watching, and I'm like, the fuck? I like him a lot. Like, he's been on screen for, like, three minutes, and I'm like, I love you, and I want to be with you forever. <laughs> and then I'm on Tumblr, and I'm finding his gifts have been biting his lips, and I'm shipping him in thin, and I have turned into trash. Literal Poe Dameron trash. And I'm not, that's not who I am. But it is. But it is. It is. It is. It's you were Poe Dameron. Dr- we were Poe Dameron trash the whole time. Damn it. We were trained by it's Han Solo to be Podamer trash. Yes. It's the way he like looks at things like yeah. you could just eat every inch of you and you want okay. him to. Not you and that's the thing, to. is that like not only is he sexy in everything he does, but he's also like a genuinely super nice person. Yeah. And it's like I wanna lick him. When he was like looking at Lupita and he turned that little head to look at her too. Or like when he's just like He's so sweet. Amazing. I I. And when he offered to to buy Finn um, underwear (laughs) during an interview. So in another interview, he said that he was playing a romance that entire time. Yeah. And so backing up from that whole thing, just from an acting perspective, the fact that he was so able to convey that to us, Mm -hmm. like I think he's probably one of those people you meet, and he's like, "Mm, "Your aura is a little off. Come here, let me." Rub your palms. You're like, yes, sure. Stop throwing your sex energy on me, Oscar Isaac. It's not my palms that need rubbing on it. God. (laughs) Stop. This is now the Poe Dameron podcast. Welcome. Uh, And and Kylo. Absolute trash. Also, but I'm also a little. I'm 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 on the Finn team too. Finn is amazing. Well, here's the thing about Oscar Isaac. I think Finn is attractive in an endearing way. In skins, I found him attractive. In Attack the Block, I, he's hot. In Attack I, I the was Block, like, uh, maybe it's his thugness. It, it, you know, maybe that's it. In Attack the maybe Block, thugness? yeah, oh, you the, should see Attack the Block. It's like, and it's, it's like British thug on top yeah. of that. So it's like a totally different kind of thug. So an alien lands in the like hoodiest neighborhood in London, and is this really the block? Yeah, this is I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go and watch they, this. And the police won't come to help him because it's, it's like hood. super. Right. Yeah, they never show up. Yeah. 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 Oh shit! Hope so they, they have eat all to the fight y'all. aliens on their own. <laughs> this sounds amazing. It's amazing. I'm gonna watch this. It's a great movie. <laughs> but it's a great I don't know why. Movie. You know me. I love black men. I mm-hmm. love them a lot. Not you, uh, Derek, because I know you're about to say some shit. <laughs> not you. You are a black man I don't love. But I looked at Finn and I, I wasn't attracted to him. Maybe because I was so attracted to him and Poe being together. That to me, I was like, Finn's gay. He's not for me. <laughs> I don't know. Finn's like, not gay. I know he's not gay. I love Finn. Finn, Finn is a no, great, wonderful cupcake of a person. <laughs> and he is, his heart.
heart is so full of gold that it is chrome. <laughs> the only thing not, like, making me sexually attractive to him was the fact that he was just kind of a... Uh, uh, Literary or yeah, like fit, I, that fit, also fickle, yes. you know. Was, yeah, he was like, Oh, yeah, I'm all for this cause. Wait, no, I won't get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt like he like, was man up, where are your balls? Let me find him. He was definitely like the everyman, like, unfortunately. So, my family's really awesome, but they do the males in my family still have that like toxic black masculinity thing that just pops up every once in a while. And so, they were all like, Man, Finn was a pussy. And first of all, Finn has two more movies. <laughs> I feel you, and I don't think he's a pussy. I still feel him. Two fucking more we movies. We feel him. We feel. We're, we but, are feeling on him. And, and I felt that he but. was a, a well a character. He wasn't playing like just some stereotype. He was a full like he's supposed to be relatable yeah. and real. So for me, that wasn't the problem. But I think, like you said, it did make me a little less attracted to him because yeah. I was like, he, you know, he's not standing for nothing. He's like, oh, I don't know. I just ended up here. I don't know. My my nineteen year old niece, uh, who is a stormtrooper freak, she was so excited. I was like, "There's a black stormtrooper in this next movie. That's your type, black stormtrooper." <laughs> stormtrooper. <laughs> what more do you need? She saw it. She was like, "He's a freaking traitor!" I don't give a shit about him. You know what I like? I was like, "I know exactly who you like. The guy that dropped that." It's like traitor. Boom. boom. She was like, "Oh, oh, oh yeah." My son. Like. Yeah, yeah. Tk two one nine nine. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit about a, a little bit about. <laughs> The two other major uh, uh, stormtroopers you saw in the movie, the first one at the beginning was Finn's friend, uh, and his name was like Slip or something, and it's because he was such a fuck up, and so when he died, it was his final fuck up. up. Yeah, and he was like, he was 2 1 some odd, some odd, and then uh, uh, the traitor dude is uh, FN2199, and he's this redheaded dude that was on Finn's squad. And so that's why he's so fucking upset because he's like, we were buddies. We were friends. Like, we're it's friends like a Civil you. War trailer. Yes. You know? like, I thought I was friend. your friend. I was your friend. I was your friend. That still breaks my heart. I'm sorry. Oh, quick shout outs to the KO Gaming Lounge and Michael Powell, my dear Ooh, friend. Yes, thank you. M- Michael and I uh, accidentally stole um, bathrobes from the Marriott bathroom during Star Wars celebrations. So. Technically, Accident. we are Jedi Knights of the Betty Buy Order because <laughs> we had our robes and our lightsabers, and so that's what we did at Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, that's what we all did at Star Wars Celebration. Oh, sure. just join the Betty Buy Order. <laughs> um, okay, so into the actual conversation. Oh yeah, we have we not haven't even started that topic. Um, so yeah, uh, new canon versus old canon. Are we liking what we're seeing? I mean, I know you've touched some of the books. Um, some of the newer books, or yeah. some of the... So I had to read Lost Stars. In this part, we're talking more about the old books. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but also some of the newer books as well, it, it is as a comparison. So, okay. for example, um, you guys know I talk about the Legacy comic all the time. It used to be Expanded Universe. It followed Aenea Solo. Mm-hmm. And was honestly a lot like The Force Awakens. I mean, we had a girl who... Uh, works in a scrapyard, and she's very self-sufficient, and she's a descendant, possibly, of Solos, and she hangs out with this black guy who's a Jedi and um, a droid. I'm just really thinking that, like, I was like, you cannot possibly have not taken something from that. Anyway, so um, there were a lot of things that I loved. I loved that Leia became um, a Jedi Knight. I loved that, you know, the kids that they had and the adventures they went on. I loved that somebody turned evil. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys because this might possibly turn into something about the future Star Wars. Anyway, I loved all those things. And so going into The Force Awakens, you guys remember, I was hesitant um, and worried. And I will say the things I was worried about, I still don't like. 
Um, but I think that this is still great, and I'm still excited to see what they do with the new story. I, I thought the last... Like, you know, it was crazy because, like, there were some pretty tragic things that happened in the in the Legends universe. You know, you had you had that, that one twist and evil and all that stuff, and then there was, like, really wacky shit, like... Leia having like the courtship of Princess Leia is like is like the worst freaking Star Wars book you will ever yes. ever read and it sucks because that book leads up to how Han and Leia get together or like get married in the uh expanded universe and it's basically like Leia uh and Han finally have some time alone and they're chilling out and then this prince comes out of nowhere and he's like we gotta get married because my mom is like queen of like the Night Sisters and all this, or no, the Night Sisters are there, but he's from Hapa or something like that. Yeah, I think we're And Han kidnaps Leia and <laughs> takes her across the galaxy, and it's a really horrible, stupid story. So just listen. That makes them all look stupid and yeah. horrible, and then Han and Leia get married, and that's how they got married in the canon. So, right. so like, will you marry me like a good kidnapper? I mean, <laughs> it's worked for generations. <laughs> yeah, it's really. We talked about that at work today. Some guy got kidnapped by all the girls in his class and forced to kiss. One girl, and that ended up being his girlfriend for the rest of the year. And I was like, "You're just like when people get oh kidnapped. My God, it it works. Jesus it really works. He <laughs> loved that girl. About that. That's not cool. <laughs> it's fine. She's a lesbian now. They're they moved apart. Um, okay." Greatest as long as he's life. okay. That's... Greatest love of his life that's a lesbian. That uh, kidnapped him. Okay, cool. Good, yeah. great. Awesome. Guys, sounds like my life. I want to know what love is. Is oh, apparently it's, it's kidnapping. Um, but that's yeah, it mean... hasn't worked out for me. I don't know. <laughs> well, you should try it. Works for Persephone. How else are you gonna get a man? Get him to kidnap your ass and then eat all right. his pomegranates. Right. Nothing has worked so far. I don't kidnap. <laughs> um. All right. Let's not encourage the internet to kidnap us. <laughs> If you kidnap me, I will fuck you up. I'm going to be in public places this weekend, so let's uh, just restrain from that. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think as far as, like, it's it's very easy for me to accept the new canon. Like, I really yeah. like it. It's well-connected. It's something that looks like people were very thoughtful in establishing it. Whereas the old canon was like, this is a great story. Five years later, here's a story to fuck it all up! Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not crying about anything that we really like. <coughs> um... I'm, I, I really like the new changes. Um, mm-hmm. I had a few issues with the movie, but that like what? Yeah, uh, the the obviousness of uh, of Hans. I don't. Hans dad. Hans. Well, yes, he was Obi Wan Kenobi. He was set up that you knew mm-hmm. he was going to die. I'm like like even are we if allowed you to say this? Yeah, we already, <laughs> yeah. We already okay, told okay. people that All we right. would be spoilers for this. What, the thing I didn't want to spoil was potentially might affect future movies. Okay. So that's why I didn't say that one. Okay, but we are allowed to spoil the Force Awakens. Okay, so I, I I felt like as soon as Han stepped on the screen. It was just like death was written all over him, and I didn't want. I wanted. I didn't want to be completely shocked, but I also didn't want it to be like, "Hey, this is my whole death montage through right. the whole flipping thing." Um, so that pissed me off a lot. Yeah, no, I agree. My my whole like I said, my family's very big. They were very big into the expanded universe as well. Mm-hmm. So it just got whispered down the line. Of, oh shit! <laughs> like that just went down the line when we because they set him up to be that. You know that that movie was full of of tropes and things from the other movies. Mm-hmm. So it, the, I would say that would be like my biggest problem with it is nothing was surprising or shocking or twisty mm-hmm. uh, from the plot. You knew exactly what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel I feel exactly that way too. Where I and a lot of people are saying like, "Oh, it's a New Hope copy," and I'm like, "No, no, it's not directly a New Hope copy. There are things in the story beats that are similar. Like how you could tell like 
the moment Han was like, I'm going to separate and plant this bomb. And he was like, that is exactly what Obi-Wan did. Like, are you gonna hold your thing and disappear too? You got hold my blaster. Plus, this was like the stupidest thing ever. Was the fact that they sent Han since he like Kylo seriously had a problem right. with his dad. Yeah, right. Like if they had sent the mom with mm-hmm. the Jedi powers, yeah, like maybe the situation would have been differently. Right. And I mean, that pisses me off. So as well. yeah, so there were moments when I felt like things were done very specifically for plot. Yeah, and I'm and that's why I'm not like oh I'm being a fanboy or oh I want I'm being a purist. It's like as a movie, as a creation, you have to convince me that the things are happening because they're happening, not because you needed to hit plot points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, Leia not using the Force and Leia not having anything to do with the Force and them sending Han in, and various other things, BB-8 always being brought mm-hmm. out in the open. Hi, he's the only recognizable person in your party. Han, why did you not leave him down there? Why did you, why y'all take him on a planet? Why did oh, y'all I'll take, take him. him into my, why are we taking BB-8 anywhere? He's a, we don't need him to be next to us. Okay, sorry, anyway. So there were all these moments where I was like, this is for plot, and I yeah. don't like to be taken out of the movie and made to see that. I don't mm-hmm. want to see the back yeah. end. I want to see the creation. And, and then that's what I'm saying about the Han Solo, like, just like ready like standing up for his death montage like yeah. I just I was like I don't need you to wrap up all your business like right now so obviously it made me upset oh, him and fucking Leia didn't kiss yeah I'm upset okay they, hug. they yes. hugged intimately like, you can't show no old people old kissing, people kissing. Oh, oh they can they can Oh, people still kiss see, each other. I promise. I see I've seen it. Down with a Wookiee. I would be fine. Yeah, absolutely. I like that Wookiee. I like that Wookiee. Where's my boyfriend? If if this was France, we would have seen Han and Leia having sex, but it's yeah. not it's America. <laughs> I would like to see oh, the French oh, cut. I would like to see the French cut of this. Thank you. Ha ha ha! Oh yeah, Leia. Oh wow! I'm going to take over Alderaan if you know what I mean. But uh, on the flip side of that, I like how certain parts of the story dealt with things that. Or that are like very real realities for people. Like Kylo Ren is a child of like divorce, technically. Like they're not they're technically they are not divorced. They are still married, according to the book. But he is a child of separation, and I mean like but he was tough. the catalyst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On top he was the catalyst for it. So it it was and the the thing about it is that Kylo, the way Leia fra- phrases it, uh, he did not turn evil the moment she sent him to Jedi training, but Han left the moment she sent him to Jedi training. So I feel like that really contributes to it, and that's a really big, like, important story to tell in a way. Yeah, I just really want to know the exact beef. I want to see that beef yeah, between Han and, and Kylo. I didn't have a problem with, with Han and Kylo's interactions at all. I thought that was really well handled. The This is what Anakin should have felt like to us. Mm-hmm. He should have felt like somebody who had reasons to be the way he was, somebody who was conflicted. Yeah. Uh, I felt like Kylo's character did such a better job than young Anakin's character in the Clone Wars and whatnot in showing, like, this is the conflict that I have. Mm-hmm. I want to be, like, this other person, you know, I'm not a kid anymore. And I think that moment was really encompassed when he took off the helmet and was, like, this beautiful boy. Yeah. He looked like a boy. He didn't even mm-hmm. look his age, you know. It was, it was supposed to show, like, I don't know, it, what it what it conveyed to me is, like, he's not who he's trying to be. Right. So he's I actually conflicted. really that. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the depth of his character, but I still have questions, and I still really want to, I want to know what their relationship was like, mm-hmm. um, and why he has so much hatred for his dad. I'm just, I'm nosy. Can you imagine, I'm though, nosy. like, yeah. having a Han Solo kind of dad, that's the kind of dad who's never going to tell you he loves you, he's going to say, I know every god <laughs> Which is not a romantic <laughs> statement. When people say it on their wedding day, I'm like, what are you doing to your 
yourself. Do it, oh no. Right. No, no, no. If a guy said, if I said I love you and a guy said I know, notice this. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Slappy, slappy, slap. <laughs> um, yes. So I feel like it was probably his gruff demeanor because even though we could tell he was being nice to Ray because he liked her, that was still a very gruff person and he's probably being nicer in his interactions to her than he would to be to his own son because God, dads like that are always kind of like, oh, you need to be a man. Or, I didn't have this. I didn't have that. I could just really imagine Han Solo being that kind of dad and Leia being like, cut it the fuck out. I but actually... I want to see the daddy issue. I want to see I, it. I think <laughs> that that... I feel like that wouldn't be the case at all. Like, I, I feel like if Han Solo stayed the person he was in A New Hope, yes. Absolutely, that would be the case. But he was—he was a hundred percent changed. Not hundred percent. He was still an asshole. Even the way he interacted with Leia, he was like, the way an asshole did. With... He was like, "I don't want to see her. She don't want to see me." Who? What? Why? <laughs> you crazy bitch! Y'all both have to die. You don't let go of that shit. Ain't you old enough to know better? Like, <laughs> I, even their interactions were like, "I'm not going to give in because hurt feelings." Yeah, yeah I did not like the way Han and Leia interacted in this movie yeah. compared to the way they did. Like, the, the big defining moment for Han's change as a character for me in the original trilogy was when he thought Luke and Leia were in love, and he was like, you know what? I really love you, so no, I'm not going to get in the middle of this. Like, that whole thing was my big defining moment that Han was thinking about someone else, that someone else was more important than he was, and, like, not only just one person, but two people, his best friends, were more important to him than his sexual conduct. Oh, yeah, and I definitely think he has elements of, yeah. of I kindness. I don't think he's a bad person. No, I think he's unkind. No. I think mm. he's what I call an egg. But I think that, like, uh, the way they met and the way that he was very much, like, exactly the way he was, mm. he, like, reverted back and she had very much changed and matured, mm. I think that was a, a pretty much a sign of... Yes, I agree. I think he... staying in one place yes. and her moving. I think that he grew as a person, yes. I think he grew more kind, but I don't think he's the type who would show that all yeah. the time. I don't think he didn't yeah, love kind of yeah. I think he probably was trying to do that tough love. Like, I grew up with a guy who was, like, a tough love kind of guy. He's That's a redneck. Right. I call, like I said, I call him an egg. He's very, like, he's tough on the outside, but he's got a heart of gold. And he would say, he called me squirt. Don't even call me Sarah. You know, mm. it's like little things like that that, like, dads or dad figures do mm. that they're doing for you, and they think that you know they love you. But mm. if you were a kid, especially a fucking teenager, oh my god, teenagers are the worst, <laughs> you could take it a different way. So yeah. that was more what I personally saw. Of course, I'm reading a lot into it based on knowing a guy who's basically Han Solo in my mm. life. <laughs> like, oh, and Derek, correction, Sana Solo is not Han Solo's wife. Read the fucking comic. Uh, ooh. Boom! Also, I do think that, um, I do hope that it's his cousin and he has the hots for her. <laughs> Wait, you think that Kylo has the hots for Ray? We should talk about this sometime. I did not, I did not get that off of him. I thought Kylo had the hots for Snoke. I so. thought Kylo had the hots for I, Darth I Vader. I would watch that, actually. <laughs> um, yes, <no>. definitely. <laughs> but yes, I'm okay with that and I would like to watch. <laughs> yes. uh, I think his fascination with Ray was purely power-based, not mm. sexual. I think it could turn sexual. I think I also, it's definitely, like, the power-hungriness of this situation. Like, I could see the sexual thing, but I think it's sexual, like, power that he, like, gets off on the power. Mm-hmm. I, I think he might know a little bit about who Ray is. I think he does. Yeah, because yeah, that, that it was girl? just like, what girl? that girl, what girl, girl, what girl? girl. And yeah, because he was way too upset about what girl. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? What girl could they possibly have like gotten? like a genetic girl, like yeah. a generic girl. Right, and even the way he was, so if you watch, <laughs> we watched a few times, 
If you watch more than once, you can watch the faces of Han Solo and the face of Kylo Ren um, as they interact with Rey. They're both hiding something. Mm-hmm. Han Solo repeatedly Absolutely. is hiding something. He knows exactly who she is, and... The moment they get to Maz's planet and she notices, and she's like, I've never seen so much green before, that look on Han's right, face he is like, like, God, I'm oh. so fucking guilty. This is all my fault. I fucking hate my life. <laughs> also, the doll that um, Ray has in her, I mean, there's all these clues around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like there's an X-Wing. Well, okay, so the... There's <laughs> what if story. she's the daughter of the Lost Stars people? Wait, that's not possible, but what if... Okay, first off, she could have just been really light-skinned. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, you could. You're right. Look at me. Look at me. My daddy's really dark. Oh, Look my at God. Me. Oh, my God. I mean, because if she was... If she is... Ask Black Jinx. They're both black. Like, if she's the daughter of the... Lo- okay, if she's the daughter of the Lost Stars couple, on top of that, the dad was, like, totally a white-ass ginger. Right. So, like, right. she could just be... No. Oh, Lord. That would make everything wonderful. Wonderful. P.S. Guys, uh, in case I haven't mentioned it before, go read Lost Stars, not just because we're telling you to, but because we are eventually going to do a video on it, and it's like book club, so go yeah. read that shit before the book club happens. And it has also universally been voted amongst all sorts of Star Wars fans. Like, I have seen, like, the grittiest, like, I only play Battlefront Star Wars fans. Yeah, like, her. <laughs> they read this book, and they're like, I really like this book. <laughs> exactly like that. Just like that. That's how exactly. men Yes. So read Lost Stars. It's apparently it is, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, the best of the new canon. Really good uh, view of the original trilogy from a different perspective. I loved it. Um, back on topic, let's talk a little bit about Leia. Uh, it was already fucking almost nine. Whoops. Oh, my. Uh, um, <laughs> sorry, we, we have it getting deep. Uh, so before we talk about Leia, is there anything on there that we think is kind of more important? Do we want to talk about Maz a little bit? She had some deleted scenes. so, like, do you guys remember when, before the movie came out, they said that Lapita did a bad job with the uh, mocap, and so her scenes had been cut, and Maz wasn't used as extensively. Mm. That's what the news said. Um, and Maz wasn't really featured in a lot of things, and you know, Captain Phasma was featured everywhere, mm. and they kept interviewing Gwendolyn uh, Christie? Mm-hmm. Gwendolyn. You know, Gwendolyn. Um, so it seemed like she wasn't going to have that big of a role. But in watching the movie, either their editor did an amazing job, or I don't know, because she... She seemed fine to me. She did amazing, in my opinion. Um, I did not quite understand why Gwendolyn was so, so prevalent in the media circuit. That was... And not prevalent in the movie. That was obviously yes. a bait and switch. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really upset about that. Like, I am not as upset about Finn with the lightsaber being as much of a bait and switch as I am about Phasma. Like, if right. Phasma doesn't get some motherfucking revenge... Like, I love Finn and I love Rey, but if Phasma does not fuck them up this next movie. And I do there's, real also bad. The, there's also the theory that she isn't as evil as we think she is. Oh, she's and a double she agent. Could be a double agent, which is possible, and we could see that. It, I hate when you have to make up your own crazy theories to explain bad plot mm-hmm. in a movie. So, the uh, Padme dying was our bad thing. We had to come up with crazy things to explain in the old movies. In this one, it's. Captain Phasma, supposedly a leader of troops, this badass, relied upon for things, immediately gives in and doesn't even try to, like, fight. 
and betrays the place. And I, it's just like, I get some people like, oh, we can't fight her yet. She's obviously going to be Finn's like boss battle kind of deal and blah, 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 blah. There's no excuse for building up a character as somebody who's going to be badass and then not using her at all. Not even mm-hmm. making speeches. Well, she didn't have any leadership skills None. in it at all. She was head of um, HR, I guess. <laughs> right? I was, I was... Captain of HR. <laughs> I was more shocked that they didn't feature... Um, Anyways. Hux? Yes. Oh, yeah, Hux. Yeah, so I was going to be like, Bill so, so that's what I think. Is oh, God, when he stood up there with that, that speech. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I wanted to. That's great. And then they panned it on his face, and it was just like gorgeous, beautiful blue eyes with the big explosion. And the, uh, the, uh. We saw very different things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hilarious to me. We saw very different things. So I feel like the Phasma. <laughs> what are you bring? Everything. <laughs> I feel like Phasma was to hide Hux. Mm-hmm. And okay. that's what I feel she was used for. But I feel there's no excuse a woman for, for giving anymore. us a female badass character mm-hmm. to do that. Well, you better do that shit with Traitor. What was yeah. his name? You better do that shit with the other FN. Don't mm-hmm. do that shit with Captain Phasma when you promise us a badass female character. Well, we and wouldn't know if they put the trainer out there. He looks like everybody. But we can give him the we can give him a smear, maybe a little chrome on his shoulder. You yeah, can't, they have those like shoulder plates and shit. You can't he just do beat this. up Finn. He probably got promoted. Right. You can't do this with a character that we were so looking forward to. Like if they were gonna gonna build her up as like a Boba Fett, she needed to do something badass or she needed to be featured less like maybe that part where somebody yeah. took over wasn't her maybe mm-hmm. that was somebody else and we didn't really see Captain Phasma we don't even that would have been preferable to okay fine don't hurt me. is she is she not being in Rogue One or is she is she she's in? not in Rogue One uh Rogue One is t- it takes place right before A New Hope but um okay, so Vader is supposed to be like okay super in it but um yeah I just I hope we get some some hashtag justice for Phasma hashtag justice because <laughs> I'm really Maybe upset we'll see with her all that. Step up in the next episode. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I just hate to say that to be like, oh, they'll do it. No, <sighs> I don't want to give people credit like that. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. like I really like Ryan Johnson, and I'm sure that he's gonna tell a good story. And he's really invested in like lady pilots and lady this and that. And lady pilots, lady everywhere. And I'm like, I love that about him, but um, I just hope like we get something. Like, and JJ's sad that he's not. Yeah, he's sad about it. I'm what like, I well, will too say bad. Is just like in the original trilogy, fan reaction is affecting that script. That script yes. is being written. It has been delayed. It is being rewritten based mm-hmm. on our reactions to things. Thank God. Um, so good. Just like we ended up with a uh, Han. And lay a romance because of fan reaction. Puffin. <laughs> Puffin. Tweet it at them. Tell them. Maybe a little Hux and, and, and have you, just a little bit of Have Ren. you just read like the, the, the Kylo Hux like, kind of fanfic on Tumblr where they're like in high school together? I love that. God, I love Jesus. That it's, it's adorable. So good. It's so good. Oh, I think, oh and to answer... Um, we just had Derek said, I wonder if she was super sad inside while doing all those promos, knowing her role was so small. Do you remember people, like, acted like she was stuck up or, like, she was too she cool to said, talk my, about it? My role is not that big. Yeah, she, like, outright said, like, it's not, like, a, a main character role. So, I mean, she was lying. And they right? would ask all these questions and she just had to be like... <laughs> Mine doesn't have an opinion. No, doesn't. No, no, no. I have five lines, so. Yeah. I'm just a puss. And all of them are like, yes, a sir, puss and maybe, ten sir. <laughs> sure, sir. Um, all right, so before we cap out and head to our last uh, parts of these subjects, um, let's talk about 
the critics and the reception. Um, there, you know, it's easy for us to critique things. It's easy for a lot of people to critique things. But I have seen people getting mad about people getting mad about the movie, mm-hmm. and it's just like it like spins out. And yeah. I think I think right now more than ever, like Star Wars has been a great show of how how critics can be taken the wrong way or how they can be completely incorrect about what they're saying. So, I agree. So, like I said, uh, when I got out of the theater, my family, who are not, like, critics, they're not in the game world, they're not writers, they, I was like, I just, that's what I said, I said, I just, and my brother said, I know, I know, me too, we can't talk about it here, we don't want to spoil it for people, mm-hmm. but I feel the same way you feel. And they all said the same thing. That's exactly how my brother talks about it. Um, but they all said the same thing. They all felt like this was a great movie. If it hadn't even been Star Wars, it would probably be one of our favorite movies. If this mm-hmm. had been Battle Universe, we'd be like, Battle Universe is a shit. <laughs> but because it was Star Wars, we had reservations about it. So imagine my like surprise when I get online and everyone's like, anyone who feels that way just doesn't get it. It's a movie. Enjoy it. And all this hatred towards people and then the the vice versa people who tried to hate it extra hard 40 plot holes i was like i shared that article because i was like some of these are true but there's not 40 <laughs> and then people got mad about the 40 and wrote an article that was just as opinionated as the 41 where he filled in all the blanks with his own beliefs even though some of it went against what the force awakened prequel book thing he said mm-hmm. and it was just like this battle of people i'm really glad that people have that much time to shade <laughs> on like... each other that's just get a hobby Star Wars being my favorite thing in the whole wide world is not, uh, not, what is it? Not, what's the, what's the opposite of vulnerable? Please don't jump up on here. Your mouth is wet. Ew, ew. No. Oh, oh he just headbutted himself into my hand. Wow. Strong. Good sorry. job, ba- Smokey. Smokey. Smokey, sorry. The old man is here. Um. But yeah, I, I feel like Star Wars is not guarded from critique for me. I feel like there's a better way of saying that. Yeah, because um, that didn't make no damn sense. No, it is. It's not safe. No, I don't know how to phrase it. Even though it. you love it, you are still able to critique it. Is yes. That what you're to say? Yeah, yeah, and I feel like everyone should be able to do that. I mean, the yeah. only way that movies are going to get better, the only way that uh, there that certain things about Hollywood are going to get better is if we fucking talk about them a little yeah. bit. I never think that I can't um, not like things about the things I'm fans of. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Joss Whedon. I definitely have issues certain times, but yes. I still love him. Right? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And we did a show on that. Guys, if the camera shakes, it's because my cat has decided we've been talking long enough. Uh, we did a show on that. If you want to go back, if you missed that podcast, where we talked about how to critique properly mm-hmm. uh, without being assholes and it was based on all the stuff around Joss Whedon so if you missed that one go back and watch it mm-hmm. um, and I think that may be about it for our Star Wars conversation but before we go do you have the prize? We have to pick yes uh, I have the prize don't I? No. I left it with you you did. It's that It's that right there the white book. Ah yes. Okay so if you guys remember back in December I wrote uh, in this beautiful magazine called the Birth Movies Death uh, Star Wars Commemorative Issue. It is full of incredible art and also some great folks. Jenna Bush from Legion of Leia, 
has uh, some stuff in there. Ryan Johnson, who's directing the next movie, has uh, a Q&A in this book. And just there's so much frameable art that I had to give it away because you can't get it anywhere else anymore. Um, so I wanted to announce the winner. Um, one of the few people who actually RT'd that tweet, people, it wasn't that hard. Um, uh, it is at Paradigm Fallen, also known as Elijah Beam on Twitter. So Elijah, if you are tuned in, if you're not tuned in, we're going to hit you up and ask you why you're not, jerk. Um, but, but if you are tuned in, hooray, you have won this magazine. Send us your uh, address and get in contact, and I'll make sure this goes out by next week so that you can have it. It's super cool, and then you can tear it apart and hopefully hang everything on the walls because it's great. So we were great. both kind of right. We were kind Okay, so I, what, what did I say his you name was? Elijah Beaker? Oh, Elijah something. And I said Edward Beam. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we almost got your name right, but now we know it for sure because it's right in front of us when we see your fantastic Talk Bay Fong icon. So congratulations and thank you so much for listening to us, Elijah. Uh, we're going to have more giveaways like this as the year goes on. In, so as always... In fact, we have one right now. We have one right now! Um, Woo! I'm giving away the Invasion Loot Crate. Ooh. It has within it... The Invasion t-shirt, which is X-Files art, um, and a bunch of other stuff. I won't show you all of it, because some people might not have gotten their loot crate It's a surprise. Um, but it is, and the only thing is the shirt is a medium woman, so that's one thing you might have to give away if you're not a medium woman. But everything else in here is fine. Uh, it's all inside, and we want to give it to you. So we have a raffle copter, and we will tweet the link to it, um, which is a website you can use to enter contests. So yeah, win yourself a loot crate. Make sure to follow us at Woman Up Show so that you guys know when to get the Loot Radio. Um, hey yo! All right, that was the winner, which means we have an outro to do, um, and we don't have an introduction for our outro, so I'm not going to make noises. Uh, it's been so long, and now we're saying goodbye. So hard to say goodbye. So thank you so much, uh, Anastasia, yes, for joining us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come all the time now. Let me know when you want me. Yes, honestly. when you want me. I like it. We have a third for women up now. Um, where can we find you on the internet? Um, on Twitter at Anastasia W and on Instagram at Anastasia Washington. On my blog AnastasiaTV.com. So. And I will oh. post all of those Oh, links. yeah, Legion of Leia and Awkward Conversations and all those things. <laughs> I tweet all the time about them, so don't worry. <laughs> you guys can find me anywhere on the internet at Ocatrina, O-H-C-A-T-R-I-N-A. I write about Star Wars, and I write about spaceships, and I write about Star Wars and comics. Um, I'm Sarah. Sarah the Rebel everywhere. Sarah has an H as God and the Bible intended from the beginning <laughs> of time. Um, you can find me on Twitter mostly, on this channel, Twitch, where you are right now. Uh, I stream all the time. I'll be streaming after this podcast is over. Um, and that's really it. Just, like, hang out, dude. Yay! Uh, our next show is on February 10th, and we don't quite yet have a subject. So, message us. Let us know on Twitter, at Woman Up Show, what you guys would like to see talked about on the show in future episodes, and advice, we, and shit. And we're thinking of something around TV shows. So, yes. if you have anything in particular about TV shows, that would be awesome. Yay! Um, we have a YouTube channel. If you guys check it out, bit.ly slash womanupshow. We'll lead you directly over there. Um, and... And one, Woman Up Show has to be capital woman, capital up, uh, capital show. Yeah. Woman Up Show, like you know how to grammar. I don't know why Bitly is doing that, but it is. It's very all upsetting. Right. Um, alright, um, do you want to do this part? I can't. Listen on all games? 
Oh yes, and if you're listening in the future, thank you for listening to us on allgames.com or on iTunes. And uh, if you guys want to listen to this later, you can do it too. But mostly I'm talking to the future people right now. And if you're watching us on our YouTube channel, you're awesome because the more subscribers we get, the more we get closer to being able to get an actual YouTube channel so we don't have to use a bit.ly link anymore. Yay! Please, please help us get our YouTube channel URL and subscribe to us on YouTube. Um... So I guess that's it. We will see you on the 10th. Until yeah. then, part it down. And what up? Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Here's Sarah's ass.